Yo, 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 what's up? This your boy Dizzy D. Spill here with my co-host in the building. Jelani Evans. And you are tuning in to The Notion. We got a smooth conversation for y'all, man. I know y'all been missing us and wondering where we've been at, but we've been grinding, making sure we have good content for y'all. You feel me? Nah, I've been chilling. <laughs> nah, I've been chilling. Yeah, you got no reason to lie, man. Yeah, we, we do a little bit of chilling, man. Nah, it's been, it definitely been work. Oh, it's always work, bro. Like, I'm gonna try to work in some vacation on my work trip. Bruh. Right? I'm gonna try to. I want a work trip. <laughs> to get away from. Yeah. Yeah, because that disconnect is nice. Yeah, it's it's very nice. And we're not talking about the disconnect episode either. Like, disconnect just, nah, just from a lot of responsibilities. And from the regular program. From the, reg- from, from the regular program. So it's just something different, you know what I mean? You still gotta work, you still got business to handle, but uh, you know, even your setting is different. It's just a change of pace. You know, absolutely from time man. to time. So <clears throat> I figured I'd do something different, something new, um oh. for our listeners, a little treat for our listeners. I decided to incorporate something called boss talk. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like, you know what, us being experienced, sometimes it might be me and you. Sometimes it could be you and Poe. That'll never happen. Sometimes it could be just any one of our hosts and we just sit down and, you know, we'll do some boss talk. You know what I mean? And just give some advice, you know, probably uh, give some pointers from experience. You know what I'm saying? Or, or even just some solid updates, man. So this ain't just your normal notion episode. I felt like, you know, we could sit down and just really drop some gems or, you know, just share some experiences. It don't always have to be what you've been hearing. So I decided to start out with a little bit of boss talk with Jelani. You That's know what I'm saying? Uh, I like that. So, I mean, what's, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so, so what's up, bro? Oh, uh, alley. <laughs> <laughs> how you living man you know i know it's, it's funky weather's uh, weather's getting a little inconsistent you know what i'm saying i don't trip out the weather okay i don't trip out the weather for a couple of reasons boss um, talk i'm always working and i yeah. work I'm, I'm in the house like yeah. honestly because you know i'm very strategic i plan i design in the house all my services from out of the house you know right. what I'm saying? the right. website everything so it's like some days i don't leave yeah. Um, yeah. Get that. You, know, you get that I, real, man. I take a shower and then I throw on lounge clothes and you know I'm door dashing and I'm working. I don't leave the house. Yeah. So um, I've been busy as hell. Yeah. And uh, shit, for, keep your receipts. Business, entrepreneur, you working? Keep your receipts. Yeah. No, I'm I'm handling bank statements and running the numbers and everything. Uh, mm-hmm. Tax season is you know right around the way. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I handle everything as far as my business goes outside of like, you know, um embroidery, digital design and my photographer. So Yeah. I'm running numbers right now. I did my own taxes last year and I did them for myself and the business, which was a little um tedious. <sighs> Man. Itemizing? Oof. Yeah. Yeah. yeah But the thing about it Is like It's worth it And you know To have the understanding Of things of that nature That caliber You know what I'm saying In the future I will be having Somebody else do it But I still mm-hmm. like To run the numbers To have a better Understanding of um, Sales Expenses mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying What I'm spending On supplies Where I can save Right You know what I'm saying If I 
made a profit or I had an increase in sales, which I did. I appreciate all the support. So hey. um, figure out how to remain consistent and build on that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I agree. Um, <clears throat> I got some equipment. So, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's that type of stuff that you have to deal with. Like I was thinking it's like, it's crazy because they say, they talk about being a boss and an entrepreneur and they talk about, you know, being your own boss and mm-hmm. it's so much fun and the freedom and that. They don't talk about the 16, 17 hour work days and, you know, being accountable for every dollar that's being spent and knowing where it's going and, you know, making things shit is in order basically and up to par because like, I'm doing those numbers, but then there's the sales and tax. You got sales which is something and tax. And then there's the business oh. tax operations account. Yeah. And that's like, to my understanding, that's something that's more specific, like in our area, as far as like uh, Sacramento, uh-huh. because in other places they have business licenses, but because of the way it's set up in certain areas and regions, uh-huh. business tax operation account, pretty much is the same thing. Uh-huh. So, <clears throat> Having those things, um, knowing the numbers, reporting them, paying the taxes, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? Staying current, keeping uh-huh. things relevant. So um, that's what's going on right now. It's, it's not no fun. Bruh. <laughs> well, that's what, I mean, that's what, that's what people got to understand when you, when you say, yo, I'm tired of working in the rat race and I'm tired of doing the regular nine to five. That means, of course, you're not, you don't have to worry about doing the nine to five no more. You don't have to worry about that at all. You you wish you was only working nine to five. Like, yeah. You know that no off day, no days off. Um, That's real. That really exists. Like the thing about it is, you know, of course, there's there's downtime. There's uh-huh. downtime. Yeah. But there's never a day that I'm not working yeah. unless I just decide I'm not gonna do anything. Yeah. And I, and I have to make a conscious decision. And even in the midst of doing that, I might slip up and. Pull out the notebooks and a little strategizing might happen a little. Plan. Dog, you have to. You know, like you have it, to, man. It's well, the, you have to eat, sleep, breathe, and shit. Like it's it, this is what it is mm-hmm. when you run a business. You know what I'm saying? Like that's why they say do something that you love because that's the only way you're gonna stay sane. Yeah, it's funny because I talked to somebody and it's like, well, you know, how did you really, you know, find yourself? I said, well, I kind of. Fell into something I love to do. Yeah. I made it profitable. Yeah. Well, you made it profitable and you also uh, <coughs> found a problem and created a solution for for it. You know what I'm saying? And that that's what a lot of people, and, and, and no, that's not quoted for me. That's something that I heard, but it's the truth. And, and that's what you have to do. A lot of people just jump into the game. You know what I'm saying? And they say, you know, I want to do this. Um, I, I think I'll be passionate about this. It's like, okay, well, what problem are you solving? Well, what you're doing? You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, when you look at everything that uh, convinced you to be a client or or a, um, or a consumer, it probably has something to do with the fact that it's um, correcting an issue for and you personally. It's a niche issue. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I actually just made a purchase that we'll talk about because I'm not promoting anybody. Sorry, um, <laughs> not sorry, <laughs> but <clears throat> it solves a problem. It solves an issue, a uh-huh. niche issue for me. Something that most people wouldn't think about, wouldn't be concerned with, and wouldn't even cross their mind. Uh-huh. <sighs> it's a major issue for me. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like I needed it. I I needed a better way. Yeah, found it. Yeah. Ah, I found it. Yeah. You'll appreciate it. Oh my gosh! Oh, I, I, I should have brought it. 
tomorrow. <clears throat> I'll pull up on you. Oh, we'll, we'll definitely talk about it after this is off. But <laughs> not sorry. I also have something else to show you because besides all of the numbers and everything else I have been designing, I have got some pieces back from uh, embroidery. Mm, Birdman hands. I'm excited, <laughs> bro. Like, things are... I got a couple of uh, shipments coming. Like, yeah, it's... it's so a lot of drops are finna happen. A lot is finna go on. But to touch on what you were saying, you like the long hours and uh-huh. I told I was telling somebody like in March it makes seven years. Yeah, that I've been in business. I've been an entrepreneur. Like you know, really pushing it, consistent on the same. Awesome. And they were like, "What do you mean you just celebrated one year anniversary, dude?" I said, "Yeah, that was for the website, but you have to understand it was almost like coming to age. I had to start somewhere mm-hmm. and I had to build up to everything. And then from that, I transitioned and I grew and I, you know, built on and I evolved and I made more out of you know what I'm saying yeah, like, established and other you know uh, uh, achievements are two different things. You know, I established at this time, but I got to this point at this time, and so that's why things are celebrated. So you know, everybody didn't." Wasn't understanding that. Oh, I just pulled my. There we go. I pulled it out. My bad. But yeah. So, at this man, it takes time. Yes, it, it does. Process. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I was talking about doing my taxes. I yeah, I made a profit. But this is only the second year I've made a profit. Yeah, a lot of people don't understand when you start a business. It, I mean, they they tell you that you know your first two to three years can can be and most likely will be a loss. Well, it's, it depends on how you look at it. Mm-hmm. Well, I said most. Now, there's there's some other, some businesses where just, you know, things go different. Planning is different. Market is different. Well, clients are different. But it's just something to kind of prepare people for at times because people automatically think, man, this, this, this is just going to blow up. It's going to spread like wildfire because they want to do it. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's for everybody, though, when I say that because mm-hmm. it's like, if you do it looking to blow up and for something to happen and for it to like, then you're gonna you're, you're gonna you're setting yourself up for failure basically. Uh-huh. Um, you have to love it. You have to know that there's gonna be long nights. You have to know that you're gonna be investing in you. It's not uh-huh. that you're just spending all this money and if you don't see it right back, it's a loss. Uh, it's an investment and yes. when you see it as an investment you know that investments don't always you don't always get a, a ROI not no, right away don't. not right away or it may not be the ROI you want because return on investment you, if y'all not yeah so there's that <laughs> you know what I'm saying yeah so it's like if you invest all this money looking to make more money mm-hmm. It's not gonna happen. Yeah, it, it, it never happens like that. It, it, I mean? it, almost all the time, because you're so driven on making the profit, then the actual business, the quality, the you know, all the the, the things focus that you're gonna is in the yeah, wrong place. yeah, it's in the wrong place. The energy is in the wrong place. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Intentions like too. Boom. Mm-hmm. All of that. Um, I don't know if I sent it to you, but I I, I seen something on social media and it was talking about all of these businesses. And it's naming all of these places, all of these businesses. And it's all saying, last name, last name, last name, uh-huh. last name, uh-huh. such and such, a last name. It's like, all of these are last name. You're not buying a product. <clears throat> You're buying a family. You're buying a name. Mm-hmm. And 
you'll go to one family to borrow from them to go to another family to buy from them mm-hmm. to you know when you start talking that like that and it's like what if your success is tied to your last name and you're so focused and busy on working for your first name and a profit mm. instead of working for your last name and a legacy mm. that's a lot of people and so when you change the focus mm-hmm. <clears throat> So I don't think I sent that to you. I'm gonna send it to nah, you. Nah, I get that, but but um, that's definitely a message, right? That's definitely a message. And it's just like it's crazy because it's like, um, you know how like we'll talk sometimes and like when I brag, I'll say something like, you know, I got two pieces of literature in the Library of Congress. Like that's the type of flex that I'll, you know, what I'm saying, yeah, because that holds weight. That's that's here to stay. It's once solidified. I'm, once I'm gone. Like, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And it's tied to who? Jelani Evans. Evans. Uh-huh. You feel me? Uh-huh. Like, I, I say it all the time, legacy and empire. That's, I'm not, you, you don't have to know who I am. That's irrelevant. Because at the end of the day, when it's all said and done and you look back, I'm going to be in the record books. I'm going to be in the history books. You'll be able to recall me. You'll be able to pull up stuff from me. Uh-huh. And, I have kids, the lineage, and everything else. It's all being built for them. They'll carry it on. They'll continue to build it up. Uh-huh. You, you see what I'm saying? Like, Legacy. <clears throat> that's what matters. Yeah, I, I I explain to the wife all the time. I say, you know, we got to grind hard, and we, you know, we got to establish certain things. And I'm gonna keep it real with you. It's gonna be a very slim chance that we see the fruits of our labor. But that's not why we're doing it. We're doing it. You know, we're doing it so it's easier for our kids. And it's even more clear for our grandchildren. So that's how you got it. You know, people got to think about, you know, the future. There's a lot of like, it's almost like if you look at all the civil rights activists, they're not seeing a lot of the things that we're able to do. Yeah, we still go through shit, but the ability to do things, they understood whatever they stood for back then was like, it's not, we're not going to probably see all of that, but we're going to lay the brick down for the foundation for those that will be able to see it and be able to do something with it. Facts. I'm glad you said that because there's something I wanted to say. And you kind of like help segue right into that because recently we lost a, a great man. Um, oh yeah. I want to pay respects to the late great Hank Aaron, and um, <clears throat> the reason it's so important is because that is a, a a man who paved the way for. I want to say all of us in yeah. some shape, form, or fashion because who he was how he carried himself and his impact goes so much further than baseball oh yeah you know what I'm saying um the respect and the way people revered him mm-hmm. but he was so humble mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. it, 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 he, he so pay respects to him but it was just like he actually had a chance to see a lot of what he went through and fight for, like to see a black president, for him to see that. Yeah, day, it's big. From where he coming from the South and, you know, all of what he went through growing up and then being a baseball player and on the verge of breaking the record of uh, Babe Ruth. Mm-hmm. And all the threats and disrespect and, yeah. To the tone, to the tune of 3,000 a day. Mm-hmm. A day. Mm-hmm. And to continue to carry yourself um, with such class and not mm-hmm. to 
uh, even if it was getting to you, not to let it show, mm-hmm. but to remain respectful, you know, to operate. Right. That's big. You know what I'm saying? And it, it was an example of how much more we can be outside of sports, even with our backs against the wall. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I just think it's dope that he got a chance to see some type of change. It, we we have a long way to go. Mm-hmm. We're still we're still fighting. It's an uphill. You got battle. to see that goal, that goal that was you set. You got to see some things that mm-hmm. you never like. Where he was coming from, we talking segregated. Mm-hmm. Black president had two terms in his lifetime, back to back. Matter mm-hmm. of fact, and got to see a vice president. Got to see it. Just saw Kamala Harris. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So. But his family is his legacy. Those who come after him, who mm-hmm. he paved the way for, who he laid groundwork for, who will reap the benefits of what he did, of who he was, what he stood for, what he worked for. And when you understand that you are working for your last name and a legacy, you move different and you operate differently. Uh-huh. You carry yourself differently. Uh-huh. Because you know that. It's more about how you respond instead of reacting because that can have negative effects on things further down the line. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like, you'd be surprised at how much weight, how you operate holds. Uh-huh. So. No, that's real, dog. I mean, <clears throat> thanks for saying that, by the way. Yeah, um, yeah absolutely. You know. I feel like, um, I feel like, you know, we're spoiled. To a certain degree Because we have All of these great examples You know what I'm saying Versus You know The people that came before us That are legendary Now Had to be the example You know what I'm saying And that's what I'm talking about Bro Like Cause Who Who are you Who Who was he looking up to Who was his hero Who was he like mm-hmm. And know, I mean We can all, and, and that's the crazy part Cause we can go back To like say, Take a Jordan We know the players He looked up to you know what I'm saying? And so when you go back to like activists, humanitarians, and they were pretty much the first of the culture. That's just that's just pure spirit. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm pretty sure that, you know, back then it wasn't really celebrities. It was mothers and fathers and grandparents and, you know what I'm saying, uncles and, you know, people that we probably, you know, a lot of people would never hear about. I t- I think about the fact that it was done because that's who they were. Yeah, character. You know what I'm saying it wasn't like they did it. And was like, yeah, they they went. I'm gonna operate like this because they they gonna look back and they go like they didn't know how powerful or you know to the extent or the mm-hmm. impact it would have. Right. When they were doing it. Right. That was just how how they were wired. Well, you know what I'm saying. Like, even even taking that concept and tying it into the to the business, there was no there was no like goal pot at the finish line. Like, yo, if we get this, we're gonna be able to get this. It was just like, yo, I'm doing this because it's me. This is necessary. It's you know going back to that whole finding a problem and creating a you know and creating a solution for it. Just pure genuine effort. You know what I'm saying? Dedication, selflessness. You know what I'm saying? And that is almost lost in this day and age, bro. Oh, yeah. I was having a conversation about something that I was doing. And they were like, well, but why were you doing it? I said, because I seen it and I seen it was an issue and something needs to be done about it. Mm-hmm. Well, so why can't I do something about it? Right. 
you know, it's like people see something they'll be like something needs to be done. Mm-hmm. Why can't you initiate it? Why can't you start it? Why can't you be the match that strikes the fire? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like people are always waiting for somebody else to jump on board or to initiate or to make it happen or to start it or or get it. You know? Yeah. It. Why can't you? Exactly. And so, I felt it was necessary, so I did what was necessary. Mm-hmm. And that's the separation between. I think that's the separation between people that, you know, really want to create legacy and people that just want to have a business. You know what I'm saying? Because there's nothing that's too difficult when you are really trying to build your legacy. There's things that are like, yo, this is getting on my nerves. I don't feel like doing this today. Sometimes you're just like, F all of it. But at the end of the day, that's just emotions. It's just emotions. When it comes to like your legacy, it's like, I'm doing it. I don't care what what it takes. I got to get this done. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to learn. I'm going to educate myself. I, I I don't care if I'm the only person doing it. If I'm the last man standing, that that matters. I mean, it says in 48 Laws of Power is to uh, guard your reputation with your life. Well, part of your legacy is your reputation. You know what I'm saying? Man, even Scarface said, all I have is my balls and my word. Right. You know what I'm and saying? And I don't break them for nobody. Gotta feel that, man. <laughs> well, you know, it's like a lot of people do stuff to get to the bag. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To make things happen. And it's not the best way to go about it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And it tarnishes the name or whatever. And people don't really care anymore. But it's like when you speak on me. Mm-hmm. I want you and the person you're conversing with, if they know me, I want you guys to have that same energy. Mm-hmm. Right. And if you don't, I want you to be like, yo, what? Yeah. Because not only is that not who I know, I'm not going to let you get at my guy like yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So it's like, exactly. <clears throat> I operate a certain way. I hold myself to a certain standard. I, in a sense, hold other people I deal with to a certain standard. I don't have expectations, but if you start operating a certain way and it doesn't align with how I feel you should be operating because I think better of you, I'm not going to deal with you. Yeah, I mean, you can't accept, you can never accept anything less. I mean, you hear like the big the big dogs, the, the billionaires say it all the time, show me your friends and I'll show you who you are. That's real. And I don't have many, bro. <laughs> Man. I don't because it's like it's it's like those who understand are are, are rocking how I'm rocking to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Some even more. Yeah. Yeah, dog. It's those who don't understand <clears throat> they're spectating. See, you can never understand anything you haven't actually done. You yeah. Can theorize. Yeah. You can read about, you can daydream. Yeah. But you can't really feel it if you haven't done it. There's no way you like, can have empathy there. You can read about shooting a gun all day, but until you bust one, mm-hmm. oh. it's different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, um, yeah, it's a rush. Um, gun range, three days a week. Yeah. Right, I'm just saying, like, you know, it's, it's it's different. Like, all right, for instance, I used to talk shit about golf. I used to talk big, oh, my God. 
gosh. <laughs> Golf ain't nobody going with the sticks, the little. Ain't nobody got, right? Right? Bruh. Two of my boys I grew up with, family, come out here to the driving range. Driving range. All right, whatever. Get out there. We out there for like an hour and a half, two hours. They trying to teach me some form and everything. You know, I'm making a little contact or whatever because I'm trying to kill it. You can't kill it. It ain't that. It was that baseball. episode of Fresh Prince when, uh, when Will and, uh, and Uncle Phil went out there to golf? Man. <laughs> and they was playing that Don't Worry. <laughs> so for two hours, they was Bruh. trying to teach you the game. <laughs> so, But the whole thing is like the following day, oh, I was so sore. Yeah. They make it look effortless, don't they? It works your core out. Oh my gosh! Arms, the the biceps in the back. I don't know what they call them, but them things right there. <laughs> <laughs> what? And upper back, lower back, middle back. Um, all of Bice them. and tries. Bro, yeah, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the buys, the tries, the lats. And the, uh, <laughs> yeah. All that shit hurt. Ah, bro. And I was like, wow, like you really have to be in shape. Yeah. And I had know that from the outside looking in, but after attempting to do it, I had a better understanding. And a different respect for it. Oh. A different respect for it. So much more respect for golfers. Yo, (laughs) you produce, man. Yeah. (laughs) Yo. Yo, if you golf, I ain't really dealing with drivers yet. I'm not there. I'm still working on the irons, and I'm not too bad. But, you know, it's a process. Yeah. Man, but yo, so yeah, when you actually do it, then you gain that deeper understanding because you find out, you know, every step involved and, you know, the obstacles and what it takes and, you know what I'm saying, what you have to give and what you get in return. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just like, oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, if you ain't never done it, shut up. Dog, that's, that's what I learned about everything I've been getting into over the past years. Like, I always wanted to launch my brand. Um, and and I do a lot of, I told you. Yeah. Yeah, see? You, you remember that conversation? And it's like, yo, I got a new respect for every, you know what I mean? But you tell me a story, I'll be like, I know. I I appreciate and have a different and I have a new level of respect for people that really are in the game and really take it serious. It's just like when I started educating because I had I had to correct myself. I I got to a point I was talking to the wife one time and I was like, yeah, when I first got in the shoes and I was like, no, I've always been in the shoes. But when I started understanding the shoes and the culture and the designers and why this is rare and this is expensive and what's hype and all that other stuff. There was a different type of respect. I always took care of my shoes just because I always take care of my things. But then when I actually educated myself, I understood that, Oh, this is an art. This is an actual art form. And and the same thing is happening to me jumping into the fashion. It's like, nah, this just, you just ain't wearing clothes. It's, It's art. You know what I'm saying? And there's so many things Damn near everything has a deep essence of art to it. Cooking, there's art to it. Even, you know, uh, crafting things, building things, there's an art form to it. Every Everything. It's an art. That's why I tell people, like, I stay in my lane. And, mm-hmm. and I say I do everything, but I stay in my lane because I look to have an understanding 
of other people's art form to uh-huh. to be able to converse. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Have that back and forth. Right. But it really doesn't go past that. Mm-hmm. I need to understand your art to be able to converse with you to relay what it is I'm trying to, you know, right. get across some, but how I'm trying to make happy. And I really want you to understand it. So I want to speak your language. Right. I'm not trying to do it, though. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, I, I, I don't want to be you. I just want to understand you. <laughs> That's it. That's it, man. I want to understand because if I understand, then I can speak your language and I can come out at you a way where we won't have any issues. Right. Right. So. That's always the best part, man. Always, always going back to the communication aspect. Like, y'all just trying to get up, just trying to understand. I remember, um, when I first started kind of getting into Kevin Gates, he was saying that he he uh, he he was talking to his son when his son was like a little baby. And he said this on a Breakfast Club interview, and I thought this was dope. He said, "I tell my son even when he sleeps in my arms, be a man of understanding, be a man of understanding." And I was like, "Yo, if he's continuously doing that, that's that's gonna go far." Well, because it's something so small but so big when you really think about it. I was conversing with somebody today, and I was like, "When you have a a, a deeper understanding of." Just people. Yeah. In general, just how mm-hmm. people are, you know what I'm saying? When you understand how people respond and react to things, you know what I'm saying? You can read people, you just have that understanding mm-hmm. and you know who you are. Yeah. Things are completely different. It does. It Your experiences are going to be different. different, bro. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I didn't want it to seem like I wasn't paying attention because I was, but we were talking about designers and there were some people I was looking at and I wanted to give some shout out to uh, Kirbito, Pyramos. Um, Sergio Hudson, uh-huh. Charles LQ, um, these are the individuals who designed um, Michelle Obama, Kamala Harris. Okay. Yeah. All right. Black. There you go. So um, I thought that was pretty dope. That's hella you know dope. I mean? Especially like, because, you know, I don't know how many people know about Pyre Moss, but they've done shoe collaborations with Reebok. Mm. Um, their designs are definitely forward. Um. More on the bulky side, but I like them. You know right. what I'm saying? It's it's actually really stylish. So shout out to them, man, for for being able to get the spotlight shed on them, and and you know, the execution was there. Yeah, they was they was clowning. Execution was there. Yeah, they was all clowning. The, all, all all the women at the inauguration. Yeah. From the poet whose name I can't remember right now, and I apologize because she held it down. You know what I'm saying to. First lady, vice president, Michelle, yeah. every yo, they came out in the uh, them stone colors. They yeah, <laughs> infinity stones. They was yeah. missing like one or two, but nah. But they was sharp though. That was that was dope. So. Yeah, and just just be, and I had to do that because like getting more into designing, mm-hmm. learning more about fabrics and people who design and certain things and Damn. having that much more respect, like, you know, the couture and the... the Bro, I, I'm, Yo. I got so many people I got to give respect to as far as just me trying to do what I'm doing. It's like, if somebody say that they 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 knit, they, they're a seamstress, they're a tailor, yo, I respect what the hell you do because I just sat at the table for hours, okay? <laughs> I sat at the table hours trying to get some new pieces ready so I can get them to the, to the guy who really know what he's doing so I can have my pieces looking right and I he was just sitting deal, there. He had to deal with a seam ripper and if you've never had to deal with a seam ripper and deal with threads and go through that process, yo. Yo. So, 
He's feeling it right now Yeah That's what's going on Really Thank God the chicken sandwich Was in there to bring me back You know what I'm saying Like I was just like dog I was going back and forth Between Clubhouse And listening to a mix You know what I'm saying I've been getting mixed reviews From Clubhouse man They're true Okay <laughs> it seems like it could be really beneficial, but since They're it's true. a place where you can just talk and people are so full of themselves these days that everything that you hear on club about Clubhouse is true. Good and bad. Yeah, they capping on there. Yes. Uh, and it's still beta. <laughs> That's the thing about I'm just it. waiting for it to get better. <laughs> 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 like it's yo, everything is true. I'm just yeah, there. You go, bro. Man. You ain't you but know yeah, your man, questions. Respect to the designers. Yes, and, you know, yeah, for real. The for tailors real. and because I don't even do everything myself. I need help with that, and yo, I just need help, <laughs> bro. I'm doing this for the legacy, but yo, yo, just yo. yo. <laughs> but you know Work. what? I I Work. love it. <laughs> Word It's Yeah Word It's funky but <laughs> You know, you know it, it, That's where it, That's what I'm saying though Like the long hours How long you been working today bro? <laughs> I'm not done See You see what I'm saying? I'm not done You see what I'm saying? I'm doing this on my lunch break See what I'm saying? Yeah You're not even eating Yeah bro Not even eating I could use a meal Well I ate me. before Water. Anyways, but yeah, so like, bruh, man, look, working while trying to work. <laughs> right, wait, look though. That sound like a book. Man, working while trying to work. Bro. Because I have work coming up. Yeah. This is what, okay, so to me, this is the true <laughs> definition of boss talk. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. you, you hear a lot of interviews, you hear a lot of conversations, you know, with the with the guys that's made it, the millionaires and billionaires, and you always hear them say, the grind, the hustle, the grind, don't give up. But the detailed part of it is what a lot of people don't hear. And that's, you know, not the cliche, you work a whole bunch of hours, but I'm talking about you'll have days where you're on point with everything you need to do and then everything that you've actually delegated to everyone else is going terribly wrong and you still have to keep your energy to make sure things tie in together. That is part of the grind and the hustle and and, and, and the things that are behind the scenes when you hear millionaires and billionaires and people that influ uh, influence you. That's the kind of stuff that they don't probably have time in an interview to talk about. That's the stuff that also makes you. Yes, it does. Because it's going to, um, <clears throat> it's almost like working out. You know, you're working out, you're gonna, the abs are going to get right, the arms are going to get right, the legs are going to get right. So when you're doing this, your knowledge is going to get better. Your patience is going to get extremely. It's the process. Yes, the process. See, the process. There's so many different types, mm -hmm. but it's still called the process because see what the process is is something that you go through mm -hmm. to get you where you want to be yeah mm. yeah the thing that people don't understand about this process is <clears throat> it's never fun 
It's, yeah. It's never fun. It is long. It is strenuous. It will stretch you. It will test you. Got you got lucky if you it had will, a fun day. It will test you. Yeah. And that's all because it is growing you and preparing you for everything that is to come, that is to follow, that will be headed your way, that will help you get to where you want to be. Absolutely. The obstacles, the variables, the hurdles, the extra work, the stamina for yep. the extra work. The mental capacity for the extra work and the long hours and everything else that follows and that comes with it. This is all the process. Mm-hmm. Now when the process is done, you are better from the process. Exactly. You are stronger from the process if you don't skip any steps and you let the process fully work yourself yeah, out you can't, being rushed. You, you can't, can't rush try it. To, you can't try to go around the process. Seven years, I'm just now having fun. Hey. Like up until a certain point, people were like, "How you liking business? How's it going?" How's... And I was just like, "You know, I'm enjoying the grind and the growth. I'm enjoying the grind and the growth. I'm enjoying the grind and the growth." Yeah. And it was just like, you know, for some people, they're like, "Oh yeah, that's cool to say," but it's just like, you know, I'm grinding, and because of the grind, I'm growing from it. And you know what I'm saying? Now that I'm growing, I have a better understanding, so I'm strengthening my grind. Right. And with the strengthening of my grind, I'm growing more, and as I grow more, there's more in a deeper understanding, which. You see what I'm saying? It takes a lot of growth to understand that. Back and forth, back and forth. You feel me? As I grind, I grow. As I grow, I grind because I understand why I grind. Bars. So, <laughs> it just, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. then, it gets to a point where <clears throat> everything clicks. And I don't mean as far as how things go. It's just understanding why it's like that the understanding the understanding the and understanding, see once you start right. to understand things because you have been grinding you've been growing you've been deepening you're you're going through the process and along the way you're picking up things you're reading people more you're seeing things for what they are and boom that's crazy oh okay all right then all of a sudden you no longer have your emotions tied to things exactly. because you understand that it is not even personal mm-hmm this whole time you've been taking it personal because you're emotionally tied to what you're doing. Right. Once you understand that you're the only person that's emotionally tied to and everybody else is just working trying to make things happen to the best of their ability and shit happens because that's life. So once you take your feelings out of it, you understand and you move differently. Yep. And you'll and it won't stop your growth because sometimes being in your, you know being in your feelings and being distracted by your feelings can can like really stop or hinder your growth man it really can because now your your focus isn't all the way there and you're not looking at it for what it should be the process bro almost went about some things the wrong way because i was in my feelings Mm -hmm. send me a contract i don't like the numbers i tripped out they got me (laughs) and then it's like wait you forgot that word huh negotiating (laughs) it's just business yeah it wasn't like they sent this personally like yeah we finna fuck him up send him that paperwork <laughs> it didn't go down like that yeah it was he's a new author so send him a new author package mm-hmm. I got the, I probably got the same paperwork and offer that they sent to every new author in that last six months all they did was change some key things you know you know um the thing about like being emotional when you're in in the business or you're in business for yourself is how like 
deceptive emotions are because emotions are so powerful that they'll give you the deception that there's nothing you can do about it, which will trigger you to react if you think about it. Because usually people, when, when they get emotional, they're, they're reacting as if there's nothing that can happen. So that's why I'm feeling this way. Well, because the thing about it is, like you said, you're reacting so no thought is put in. Exactly. So no time is taken. It's on the... Yeah. With emotions, you go from one emotion to the next. You feel mm-hmm. me? You're offended. Now you're mad. Now you want to get even. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm like? Yeah. And not understanding like, wait, you know what? I don't like the way I feel, but I can actually do something about that. I don't like the way this went. But I can do something about there's that. There's always options. Yes. You might not like the choices, but there's always options. Right. Like, there's always. There, always. There's always options. Absolutely. Absolutely. Man. I think, yeah, that's that's probably one of the most important things that you, you know, you folks got to understand out there, man, is is that there's always options and to take the time to actually realize that when, when things get funky because it, it's, it's inevitable and it's not going to be one or two times. It's going to be continuous because that's a part of growth. I would say go with the one that scares you. Like, yeah. as long as it's not, not anything life challenging, go with, with what actually scares you because that's probably what's going to stretch you, what's going to grow you, what's going to challenge you. Yeah. Whatever it is you want is not in your comfort zone. You got to step outside of your comfort zone Absolutely. and get what it is you want. Like, if what you wanted was in your comfort zone, you could obtain it from the couch. Dog. <laughs> Millionaires in the living room. <laughs> living room millionaire. <laughs> Yo, cheeses on my rope. Damn hey, it. dog, it's, buy it's, a new one. it's one of the oldest <laughs> sayings, man. It wouldn't be called work if it was easy, man. I the thing about it though is like going all the way back to when you do something you love, you passionate about. It's not work like that. Yeah, it's not. Cause I tell you what. On a regular, you'll catch me talking. I talk some shit about shoes, the culture, the app, <laughs> companies, the, the bots. influencers, the bots, the, the hype beasts. Probably you. <laughs> <laughs> but guess what? I get up every day and I do the same thing. Mm-hmm. I get up and I get to it. All right. Cause Truth be told I love this shit I, I like What else am I gonna do So I guess the crazy The crazy way to put it That maybe a lot of people Don't look at Or or, or even It may, may hasn't Hasn't even probably been said Like this But you know It's almost like Your um, Your love is, is in demand Your passion Is in demand you know what I'm saying? And I think that's one that's a key takeaway that people can understand. Like find something you're passionate about and you'll find something that's in demand with it. It's, it's almost a guarantee, man. You know what though? It was like a Nah, you know, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Not initially, like mm-hmm. initially when I jumped in, I was trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. But when I wrote the book, I was looking to solve an issue. Mhm. <clears throat> Cause I mean like Most people just saw me like Oh you wrote a book about You know what do you got But I wrote the book Because This is when I was heavy At a lot of the events And trade shows Sneaker mm-hmm. cons And dunk exchanges And some other things That were real huge you Started getting exposed to stuff But There were a lot of kids there Yeah 
And a lot of these kids had chaperones who were the parents. Exactly. And the kids they're, they're didn't have all of the knowledge of the game. Mm-hmm. The parents had none. So I said, if I write a book that breaks down the culture and gives insight, then I can solve the issue of children not knowing what they're getting themselves into and then the parents having a better understanding of the background and what it is their kids are doing. Absolutely. That's why I wrote the book. Why else? I had no other reason. I never wanted to be an author, okay? Problem. Solution. So... That's how I look at it. You know, we see the problem there. I started customizing. I was like, that's fun. That's cool. Everybody's mm-hmm. customizing. I can make all the money. Not in this region. <laughs> um, so, a couple of people were like, can you, um, can you clean these? I don't really need like no customization or nothing. But if you like kind of bring these back, you know, they're doing that a few times. And it's like, I seem to be getting more traction for that. You know what? If I start cleaning and restoring shoes that people already have instead of trying to get them to customize a shoe that's going to cost the price of a new shoe, mm-hmm. I might be able to make something happen. There you go. Save I got full-blown services now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's not going anywhere, man. Because people love this part of art. Problem Solution How Nick Fury said I don't remember Ant Boot (laughs) (laughs) He was was talking to Loki On the first Avengers Yeah that same delivery man I couldn't let that I couldn't let that get away from you man (laughs) But I mean yeah It's 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 really I'm not going to say it's really that simple, but it kind of is. You know, it's it's all starting with yourself, man, and, and, and finding, you know, I mean, people call it a niche, or, you know, but the art form, you know, within yourself. Everybody has some art form within them, and, you know, they probably second guess it, or they probably think because they don't have all the answers, I'm not going to pull the trigger. Like you said, you just got to go. If, it's, if it scares you, it's probably a good idea. Y'all want some help? I'll give you some help. I didn't say this already, but I'll say it again. Get a notebook. Get a notebook, pen. Pencil, whatever you got ideas, you got thoughts, write them down, and then do the research for them. <laughs> no, Bro. no, wait, wait, wait. And while you're doing the research, if it intrigues you further, mm-hmm. and you really get caught up in it, that might be something you might actually want to do with yourself. If in the midst of you doing the research, it don't really catch or cultivate you, and you just kind of like cross it off the list. Going to the next thing, you know what right. I'm saying? Like, because the thing about it is, uh, I was talking to somebody today. I, I had a few conversations. I like to converse with people. Mm-hmm. Um, they were like, "I wanted to do hair. I just knew I wanted to do hair, and then I got to do it in three weeks, and I knew I didn't want to do hair. Right? I was financially obligated, so I carried it out and finished it. But I didn't want to do hair. Mm-hmm. And it, but they thought they did. Right. Once they got into it, once they, you know what I'm saying? It's like, that's not what I want to do. But since I spent the money, and that was the whole thing, that was somebody who just jumped into it. But now, if you start doing the research and, you know, getting your hands dirty, so to speak, if it don't excite you, if it don't make you want to learn more and get more into it, then that's probably not for you. Move on. Don't force it. That's Forcing real. is the worst thing you could do. So, I mean, like, write it down, do some research, 
Take a chance. You don't like it, move on. You like it, you might love it. Who knows? Nah, that's real, dog. Um, while while you were saying that, you kind of um, you kind of remind. Well, I won't say it reminded me, but you just kind of got me into a different um, a different thought process because like that's how I write my music. I remember the days where I'd have the notebook, you know, the 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 little cow the little cow pattern notebook. You know what I'm saying? Compositions, and I would write my stuff in there. And then I think I seen Bun B. He was like one of the first artists I see that was rapping out of his iPhone. I was like, that's a lot more convenient. I don't have to scratch nothing out. I don't have to keep wasting notebooks and writer's cramp and all that other stuff. So what I found myself doing over time is like, I'll just be walking around and, oh shit, I like those two bars I just thought about. And now when I write my music, I go just go to my bars. Look, and I just, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And before you know it, I don't know how many songs that is. And that's just, that's outside of songs. But that's a great concept. It's like, cause something great was in my mind. Something I thought was dope was in my mind. And now I take that same concept with just ideas, period. It don't even have to pertain to music or clothing or podcast or anything like that. my thoughts, bro. Yeah. I write things down because like, I think about so much and I have so much going on in the midst of a day that it makes sense for me to write things down and take notes of my thoughts and ideas because then I can go back on them and I can actually build on them. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like there is something that I thought about. It was just a thought. And I was like, nah, let me write that down. I wrote yeah. it down. And then when I came back to it, I was like, you know, I could operate it this way and I go about this and I could do that and that. And then I ran it by you. I ran it by my my, my other boy. And, and they all, y'all both were like, you know what? That's actually solid. Yeah. And it was because I was, I thought about it, but then I wrote it down. And I went on about my day. But when I came back to my notes and I had time to actually elaborate on it, mm-hmm. I kind of structured some stuff. And I was like, you know what? That would be a good idea. Right. I had a few other ones, mm-hmm. but they didn't really click like this one. So this yeah. is the one, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like organizing your thoughts and writing stuff down. Because, I mean, let's think about it. We're all living life. We're all still dealing with the pandemic. You know, you might pay married, kids, mm-hmm. entrepreneur, you know what I'm saying? The job It's going to school. Who knows? But there's a lot that goes on and goes through your mind. So it makes sense to kind of... I have an app on my phone, notes. When I can't get to a notebook, I'll make a ah, fast. Yeah, you like You know what I'm boom. saying? Like, that's what, like, I I have the apps on my phone for my blogging and everything else because there's been times where I'm like, ooh, and it'll hit me. Yeah. I sit here for 15 minutes just writing and, some stuff, writing some real stuff. Yeah. It's, I won't it's even so, get to it's it right so now. convenient to just keep up with your thoughts like that because, yo, Man, the, the human mind is amazing, man. And it, it, it moves faster than any computer. It, it really does. There's so much stuff that's going on, so many emotion, uh, emotions, on, and then, you know, just what the limbic brain does. It's it's crazy. We only use 10% of our brains, and I heard that the depth couldn't be matched by space. So <laughs> it's just like what you... We can and, fly. And, and, I, and I know... <laughs> <laughs> And like I know for a fact, like I retain so much information that I'm not aware of until I need it. Mm. I know you done been in a situation, and then like you done talked about some stuff, and afterwards you're just like, well, "How the hell did I remember? I know I read that." Yeah. But when it when you needed it, yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's just like, bro, the depth. You know what I'm saying? Like since OG told me today, you start learning today, you. Start dying So I'm always trying to learn And grow And uh-huh. you know Add more And you know If I'm using 10% I want to make sure I'm using You know All 10 I need to get to that 100 <clears throat> Start moving banks With my mind 
Set that right in my yard. Move the banks, just the money. That (laughs) some of them bags are floating. (laughs) Uh, I'm not touching them. You want to see where they go? (laughs) (laughs) Real talk, man. Well, yeah, man. I, I think I think we uh. I think we dropped some serious gems, man. Real talk, man. I think I that. I think so. Yeah, man. So, you're welcome. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome, you can send man. That check the PO box. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up, man. But yeah, yeah. man. You just got to. Y'all just really got to. Y'all got to take those key points that we've been mentioning, man, and, and understand that you know the process is 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 good for you, man. It's almost like. It's almost like conditioning, you know what I mean. If you if you ever been an athlete, you gotta you have to have conditioning and you know and training, and then you get to the practice and all that other stuff. So I understand it's it's continuous con- conditioning. You said boss talk, right? Yes. And everybody want that boss talk, but see, they don't talk about upkeep of the business and paying the employees when you're a boss. Oh yeah. See, these are things you have to do, right? Yeah. Not just owning a business in the flex. Well, you know what people need to understand about it's being a boss is when you're a boss, okay, and you start to have people that are depending on you. You're and you're a boss. Understand something: you work for them because without you, it's it's a wrap. A lot of people that's I'm a boss. I'm a boss. So so, who are you serving? Because you work for them. Bezos can't just be like, all right, man, I'm tired of this, or or Elon Musk, or or, or I mean, you don't even get me started on on shit. I can't even do that. And I thought about. it I was like, you know what? I knock all this shit over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Real talk, but man, it's always a pleasure, brother. This like your boy. Bro. Dizzy D spill here with my co-host Shalani Evans, and you've been tuning into the Notion with a special episode of Boss Talk. Be looking for more episodes. Until next time, peace. Peace.